And we start with the tragic and deadly crash near Winnipeg yesterday. Witnesses have recounted the horror at the scene of yesterday's crash west of Winnipeg that claimed the lives of 15 and sent 10 others to hospital. They saw rescue workers frantically pulling people from a burning bus near a partially jackknifed semi-trailer truck. Its front end smashed, bodies lying in the median and later covered with blue and yellow tarps. RCMP say 12 ambulances and air support responded to the crash, which happened noontime at the level intersection of the Trans-Canada Highway 1 and Highway 5. This is just north of the town of Carberry. A small bus was carrying 25 people from Dauphin, a senior centre there, for a day trip south to the casino and was crossing Highway 1 when it was struck by a truck. The two drivers survived. Now, the controversy surrounding the transfer of Paul Bernardo continues. Public Safety Minister Marco Mendicino says it's unacceptable he was kept in the dark about Paul Bernardo's recent transfer to a medium security prison. Questions are swirling on Parliament Hill about why he and Prime Minister Justin Trudeau were among the last to know about the convicted killer's pending transfer, despite their staffs being informed months earlier. Mendicino says he's issued a directive to make sure he is personally informed when a high-profile inmate is transferred. Conservatives are calling for his resignation or firing. Bernardo's transfer remains under review by the Correctional Service. All the rain we've gotten this week is having an impact on wildfires and burn bans. The London Fire Department says the temporary outdoor burn ban that affected larger outdoor burns in the city has been lifted. It had been in place since June the 5th due to dry weather conditions. Londoners are reminded to follow the open-air burning bylaw if they are having an outdoor fire, however. While the burn ban has been lifted, it could come back if the dry conditions return. The long-term forecast does show lots of sun, not a lot of rain next week. Meantime, Federal Emergency Preparedness Minister Bill Blair says many people in Alberta, B.C. and Quebec have been able to return home. However, thousands remain displaced due to fires across the country. As of yesterday afternoon, the Canadian Interagency Forest Fire Centre was reporting 446 active fires, of which 217 are out of control. The centre is reporting 127 fires in Quebec. 83 in Alberta, 70 in British Columbia, and 56 in Ontario. It looks like the province of Ontario is going to expand the so-called strong mayor powers. The Ford government will expand strong mayor powers to 29 municipalities in the province. This could include London Mayor Josh Morgan. Steve Clark, Ontario's Minister of Municipal Affairs and Housing, is expected to make the announcement at Queen's Park this morning. Currently, only the mayors of Toronto and Ottawa have the so-called powers. The powers give mayors the authority to veto bylaws that conflict with provincial priorities, such as building housing. A council could override the mayor's veto with a two-thirds majority vote. And a London man and family has made a multi-million dollar donation to improve access to health care, mental health care in the city. St. Joseph's Healthcare announced a $5 million donation from Ryan Finch yesterday. Officials at St. Joseph's say the donation from the Finch family will help transform the mental health care they provide. They say the money will be used with a wide lens view. Ryan Finch told 980CFBL the donation was made in part to help break down the stigma around mental health. As part of the announcement, St. Joseph's unveiled a new name for the mental health care center, the Finch Family Mental Health Care Building. 
checking out the price of gas. If you need to fill up, today is the day to do it. After rising by two cents yesterday, gas prices held steady overnight, but are set to rise by three cents tonight. Most stations are charging a dollar fifty-eight point nine for a liter of regular this morning. That will rise to a dollar sixty-one point nine tomorrow morning. Cheaper gas can be found at the Costco's. They are selling a liter of regular at a dollar forty-seven point nine this morning. In sports, Toronto Blue Jays start a series in Texas tonight. The Jays lost their final game in Baltimore yesterday, four-two to the Orioles. Kevin Gossman will be on the mound tonight for the Jays. You can hear the game on. 980 CFBL starting at 7.30 with the pregame. In the CFL, the Calgary Stampeders spoiled the Ottawa Red Blacks home opener with a 26-15 victory. Ottawa really struggles at home. Uh, this dates back to last year. Ottawa, and even before, Ottawa has now lost 24 of their last 26 at home. In soccer, Canada will play the United States on Sunday in the CONCACAF Nations League final. Jonathan David and Alfonso Davies scored for Canada in their 2-0 victory over Panama. The U.S. blank Mexico 3 to nil. Checking out what happened on this day in history. In 1891, Sir John Abbott became Canada's third prime minister. He remained in office for 17 months. He was the first Canadian-born prime minister and the first senator to become PM. Abbott was 72 when he died in 1893. In 1894, the Edmonton Bulletin reported there could be oil in Alberta. Uh, they were right. Uh, in 1897, the Alaska Gold Rush began. In 1903, the Ford Motor Company was incorporated. In 1929, 62-year-old Otto Funk completed a 183, 6,600-kilometer walk from San Francisco to New York. He was said to have played his violin every step of the way. In 1956, the BBC aired the first live TV broadcast from a submarine at sea. In 1981, Ken Taylor, Canada's former ambassador to Iran, became the first non-American to be awarded the U.S. Congressional Gold Medal. He received the medal from President Ronald Reagan for sheltering and engineering the escape of six Americans from Iran in 1980 during the hostage crisis. In 1993, Canada's peacekeeping mission in Cyprus ended. The soldiers had handed over control to the Canadian of the Canadian sector to the Mediterranean island to British and Australian troops the previous day. Canada's 29-year mission had seen 35,000 soldiers serve in Cyprus. In 1998, a 40-year-old Florida woman gave birth live on the internet, the first real-time online delivery. In 2001, the Italian city of Pisa celebrated the completion of 10 years of restoration work on the famous Leaning Tower. Engineers shaved 43 centimeters off the lean of the 12th century landmark. In 2008, Ontario banned adults from smoking in cars where children were present after a government-backed bill passed the legislature with support from all parties. In 2011, Democrat Anthony Weiner resigned his seat in U.S. Congress in disgrace over a sexting scandal. He, who, he was newly married. He admitted he had sent lewd photos of himself to women through Twitter and lied about it. In 2016, British MP Joe Cox was killed by a gun and knife-wielding attacker after meeting with constituents. Her killer was sentenced to life without parole. And on this day in 2020, Prime Minister Justin Trudeau said the Canada-U.S. border would remain mostly closed for at least another month until July 21st to prevent further spread of the novel coronavirus. The closure, of course, will be extended several more times throughout the year as the pandemic continued. Happy birthday to Samantha, who turns 37 today. You share a birthday with Gino Vanelli, who turns 71. 
MC Ren of NWA is 54. Phil Mickelson turns 53 today. Missy Pegram is 41. Former London Knight Rick Nash turns 39 today. And Keisha Shante is 35. If you'd like to celebrate a birthday, anniversary, or a milestone, send me an email at devin at 980cfpl.ca.